Welcome to Infendo Radio. This is episode one of Infendo Radio. I'm Scott. I'm Blake. And uh, here we are to talk all about Nintendo. This is the official podcast of Infendo.com. Blake, tell us a little bit about Infendo and why it's so cool and why this show is uh, going to be awesome. Well, uh, we hope it is, Scott. Uh, Infendo's been around for about 10 months. Um, it's coming up on its one-year anniversary this May. Uh, I just started it, you know, basically as, as most of the listeners, most of the readers out there, just for a love of good quality games. Um, so I uh, started up a year ago, about a year ago, and we've been uh, having good traffic for the majority of the year. We've got a lot of really good community. I think Infendo's probably got one of the best comment systems and insights, a lot of comments, really good community, better than a lot of the other sites that uh, I go to and, and attend. So it's it's been a really great ride, and we hope to take it much further. Well, I totally agree. And uh, let me tell you, coming from a guy who's done a lot of stuff with games and the Internet over the years, it is my number one source for Nintendo news and information. And so we hope to translate a little bit of that uh, to this podcast, and we hope you guys enjoy the ride. A couple of quick Im- bits of information. If you want to learn more about the show and about Infendo.com, that's where to go, Infendo.com, and you can learn all you need to know. Uh, I also run uh, Extra Life, which is a webcomic and blog, and there'll be information over there, but your main source of information is going to be Infendo.com. We also have a hotline, and that number to call is 206-338-BIG-N. You can call that anytime, and we'll play your uh, call on the show. It's almost a guarantee in these early stages because we didn't get a lot of calls this week, and that's how it goes with show number one. You can also reach us by email, InfendoRadio at gmail. Dot com. Uh, Blake, we should probably just jump right into things, eh? Yeah, it was a it was an exciting week. We'll we'll be covering uh, what went down at the Game Developers Conference. A lot of big news coming out of there. Yeah. Um, some of the some of the polls we had on the site this week. Uh, new Super Mario Brothers information. Um, yeah, it, let's just jump right in. First yeah. off, um, Nintendo. We had a post last Saturday, Scott, that covered Nintendo's best industrial design. I got thinking of how. You know, there's there's currently four Nintendo home consoles, and you know, graphics aside, your favorite game library aside, which console you know really has the best industrial design? Yeah. Um. So we had a, we had a lot of good comments, and pretty much the overall winner coming out of that just that post was the the GameCube. Clearly, um, yeah, and that was why I actually voted GameCube as well, and I think it's clearly the winner for various reasons. But uh, uh, what do you what do you make of the results? What do you think that uh, what do you think people are trying to say with that choice? I, I'm not sure. I know for me personally, Scott, like hands down, I mean, the WaveBird or just the general GameCube controller is the most ergonomic, just the best control I've ever played with, and that's really what kind of what won me is you yeah. know the the tool that I'm interfacing. On the console with, so I think they really nailed the the controller first off. And I, we've had several posts, you know, talking about how my biased opinion believes that it is the best. But I, I really enjoy that. And I, I don't know, I don't know. I was kind of surprised that the cube would win. Generally, the Super Nintendo, you know, wins on a lot of polls. Yeah. Um, so I was kind of surprised by that pick. Yeah, I, it, it surprised me only a little bit. Um, but I, you know, I, one of the things I think people were thinking of when talking about the subject of industrial design is also durability. And I've had a, numerous experiences with my cube where it's taken a total dive and uh, worked fine. In fact, I've had it not even skip disc before. 
uh, one day playing, uh, what was it? oh, I was playing Resident Evil 4, uh, which scared the crap out of me. But anyway, the point is, this thing <laughs> fell over mid-game, and I kept going. And I couldn't believe it. Uh, and it seems to really hold up to, you know, to some real, uh, well, to my kids. <laughs> well, I mean, it, yeah, it's even got the handle, too. A lot of people have commented that. So, I mean, yeah. how can you go wrong? I mean, they're really... Yeah, and it's cool. It's, the, it's, handle, the, it's the smallest little console of that generation. <clears throat> it was one that uh, just won me over early. And uh, so I think good on everybody for voting that way. I think the GameCube uh, should have won. And, and uh, if you're going to be really picky or particular about it, I'd think... Probably the silver or the platinum model uh, is probably everyone's favorite. Um, the blue's okay, but yeah, what are you gonna do? I always wanted an orange one, but that's because <laughs> I'm crazy that yeah, way. Yeah, what do they call that controller? It's the, uh, there's the or the orange ones. The Fiat. I don't even know what the official name is. Like Fiesta <laughs> yellow. Or Fiesta, yeah, Fiesta orange. That's pretty cool. Or the um, fire orange. I don't know. Anyway. Yeah, who knows? Well, here's the other thing we want to talk about, or one uh, one more on our great list of things, and that is many people believe. And I do, especially. And, there's one, and that's one of the reasons we started this show. This is going to be the year of Nintendo. Um, it looks like Nintendo Home Console is back on top at About.com. Tell us more about that. Well, About.com had a post this week um, talking a lot about you know the, the, the PS3, the, all the delays that they're going through. They just announced a delay this week at the Game Developers Conference as well. Um, and, you know, they, they, they had really made the impression or, you know, they posted their opinions that this is going to be the year of Nintendo. Um, a lot of big stuff is going around. The, the DS is tearing up the sales charts. It's You've got people playing the DS that normally don't play games. Yeah. I just talked with a guy the other day that he's a reader of Infendo, and he just started reading it because he knows me personally, and he, and he went out and bought a DS, and he loves this thing, and the guy's not really a, a portable <laughs> gamer. So really cool stuff just coming out of this momentum yeah. you know, of all the Nintendo consoles. So I totally agree with with that post that they had about um, just it's really going to be a great year and it's a lot of that's going to be made manifest I believe at this year's E3. Yeah, E3 is going to be huge for Nintendo and um, you know speaking of this whole industrial design uh, issue, uh, what's coming up is looking like it's going to just blow people away in that regard. The new DS Lite is hot. I can't wait to get my hands on that thing. Um, I'd already have an import if they weren't char- if people weren't selling them for three hundred dollars and and you could actually get them. Um, but I'm really excited about that new design, and I also think the Revolution design, or whatever they're going to end up calling that thing. Um, and last we heard is, I, so I'm hearing rumors that it's called the Go. Have we got any uh, confirmation on that, or did DDC? No, not? that's that's total rumor. I, I'm not buying that. At least for now. I mean, and I guess a lot of the comments on the on the blogosphere has been that Nintendo Go and, and Go in, in Japanese. I'm not up on my Japanese, but apparently Go means five. Yeah. And I. Nintendo hasn't used a dual name strategy since I believe the Super Famicom, the SNES. So yeah, yeah. I, I don't think they'll go back to a dual name strategy for their console. So I, I, I'm just I'm not buying that. But who knows? I mean, I could be wrong. Well, let's. There's a couple of pressing questions, and we'll probably hear that more about the City Three. And I know what I'm hoping for. But what do you think about the idea that the Revolution will launch before the PS3? Because we know I, we know November now, right? For the PS3, that's a the, confirmation as far as we know. And and we do know that Nintendo said you know Revolution or whatever it's going to be called is going to drop you know, in time for the Thanksgiving holiday. Yeah. Um. I, I you know I although I would love if it, they would launch early and I know Roland uh, on you know one of our Nintendo writers he he's he's really pushing for a June. I don't know if that's more wishful <laughs> thinking or if he's got substantiated evidence. Oh, that would be so um, great. Yeah, it would be great. I just I don't really I don't see it happening. And I, I although I'd hope Nintendo to launch before. PS3, I think it could give them huge momentum. 
I just I've never known Nintendo to be a first mover in the home console scene, and yeah. I don't see why they would change that strategy um, this year. I don't know though. Yeah, that's a good that's a good point. I wonder though. Um, even oh, let's say that they did have a June have a June launch. The problem I see is we haven't really seen any first party or third party revolution only games being talked about. Not a whole lot, anyway. We know. I know I, you're right, man. I mean, it would be disastrous. So there's nothing. It seems like hardly anything's in development. Yeah, um, I'm so sure yeah, they've got. I'm sure they have yeah. some secrets up their sleeves, and I'm sure that you know there's a Metroid Prime Three on the way, and I'm sure that there's a new Mario title under development, and all of this. But because we haven't seen even screenshots of these things, it just seems unlikely to me. I don't know. I could be totally yeah, up in the night. I, I, you know what? But, this may sound funny, man, but I mean, I'm like, I've got a huge backlog of stuff. I still need to play for DS, so I'm fine if they <laughs> like scoot this thing out. I'm serious, man. I I've heard a lot of people say that. Lit. Yeah. They could. I mean, although I'm excited to play this thing. I mean, Nintendo's just really got so many good games coming out right now. Yeah, I agree. Pro- so it's yeah, I'm fine with the later launch. I totally agree. I think there's plenty to keep us happy. And uh, Twilight Princess looks to be unfortunately launched around the time of the of the revolution anyway. But if they get that out early, they'd get a little more blood out of the GameCube. And um, even though that you know, I'm sure the revolution will play it. And I've I've heard rumors that the controller will get used in some way if people want to play it on there. But, yeah. But it'd sure be nice. Boy, it'd sure be nice if I was playing that right now, actually. But um, yeah, we, we should know. I mean, we should know a heck of a lot more. I really think E3. They're really going to kind of put all the cards on the table. And I I really think they're going to steal the show like they did at the Tokyo Game Show last September. And I, you know, in my eyes, I really think they they kind of stole this show, the GDC um, the game show, developers. Yeah. yeah, the GDC show this week. They just, um, and we'll jump into that here in a bit of all the st- all the good the goodness that they were announcing there. So, well, one thing that uh, has come down the pipe are brand new Super Mario Brothers DS screenshots. This look, game looks amazing. Uh, what are your thoughts? I, I'm way excited. I guess it was something like 80 new screens came out this week. Um, yeah. they, uh, some additional information, uh, you know, some play mechanics. I'm I'm really excited too. I I, I know there's even some videos that have hit hit uh, cyberspace this week. So, yeah, uh, I saw something from GDC actually. Somebody filmed um, themselves, or you know, I'm not sure if that was an in- official Nintendo footage or not. Sure looked sharp, but uh, somebody playing it on a light, and it looked incredible. It looks awesome. Uh, I, I, yeah, they're calling it the first what the first. Mario platformer in like ten or twelve years. Yeah, so and the it's, beauty it's, is they're still they get to use the the you know the power of the handheld. It's still going to be a three D engine, but it looks like they're sticking to really tried true two D mechanics and um oh it looks it looks awesome. Now there's not a lot of word on how the stylus fits into all this. Have you heard anything about that? I haven't. No, I I haven't I haven't followed anything about any stylus information coming out how uh-huh. it's going to interface with the game. But I'm sure they'll use use put it to good use if. Uh, for me, Scott, it, the the best implementation of stylus use on any game, I mean, not that this is the best game, but Kirby Canvas Curse. If anyone hasn't played that game, it's just amazing. Just the using the the stylus to direct direct that game. I had a blast with it. So if they if they do come any any close to what they did with Kirby, it should be it should be a sweet implementation. That's a highly underrated game, by the way, folks. If you haven't played it, run out and yeah. get it. And sometimes you get lucky. You can find that for like nineteen bucks at a Target or something. So, yeah, it's a great game. Uh, yeah. So keep your eyes open. Um, speaking of uh, big titles, uh, some are already out. This week we had the advent of Metroid Prime Hunters and Tetris DS uh, to all sorts of hype and fanfare. And from all accounts, especially Metroid Prime Hunters, there's I don't think I've read a bad review. Uh, you know, it's I think game rankings. Last I checked, it's you know it's it's like at a ninety percent composite ranking. Um, it's it's I mean it's up there. A lot of good things have been said about it. I've been playing it. 
you know, I still haven't jumped way deep into it, but I can honestly say that it's. I think I'm. Ex I'm hoping for good things. Uh, to be honest, um, you know, when you first start, or at least, I don't know if you played it, Scott. When I first started playing, it is. It's. It's kind of a learning curve to, mm -hmm. to pick it up. And I've never played a first end. You know, first person shooter where you're the left hand. You know, you're controlling the directional pad and yep. the, and the left trigger, yep. and you're using the stylus for aiming. So it's a. Uh, it's. It took a little. It took. Maybe 15, 20 minutes to really get into it, but I'm I'm jumping in right now and it's it's a blast. I played online. I played some guy last night that smoked me um, <laughs> online. And 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 if anyone hasn't played uh, the online or Metroid Prime Hunters online, it's a it is very slick. You know, you've got the voice chat um, before and after any match. Yeah. Um, it just seamless, man. You plug up, you you start shooting, blasting folk, and it, it's it's really good. So well, good great times, game. Yeah. I, I'm, yeah. I'm I'm glad Nintendo's been sort of daring with that platform and come out with games that would be you know very non typical for a handheld. Um, my question about the controllers, and I have not played the final release, but I remember playing the the, the demo that shipped with the original, uh, you know, the first launch of the DS. Can you tell me if much has changed about the control scheme, or are they kind of it, stuck it, with it? I mean, it, no, it it is it, it's that it's very. I mean, it's the similar. Like I explained, the left hand you're controlling yeah. the directional pad, the trigger, and the right hand you're aiming. But it's much more fun. I mean, they really you can tell. I mean, I guess they released that demo. Was it about a year ago? Yeah. And you can tell. I mean, it's 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 miles of miles above the demo. Um, but yeah, it's 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 a definite learning curve. But if if any listeners out there have played it and you got a little frustrated, just stick with it and and you'll get it. Like I said, it took me 15, 20 minutes, and I'll you know when I first started up, I was like, man, I just can't get this down. I was kind of frustrated, but yeah. uh, stick stick it out, and and I think uh, you'll get it down. And I guess that's kind of a cool thing about the game in itself, although it's it's really kind of making you break out of your mold as far as what you know as traditional controls and. And you really should get ready for that when they drop Revolution, because I mean that's it's going to be way different. I know I may get frustrated sometimes mm -hmm. using this Rev mode. So, uh, I, but at the same time, I kind of appreciate that. You know, it's it's really kind of forcing me to push what I know, what I define gaming as, and I think it's only a good thing. So. I, I totally agree. That's what Nintendo's all about these days. Uh, we don't have to talk a lot about it, but Nintendo's uh, or Nintendo launched the uh, Tetris for the DS. And uh, it's getting a little bit more mixed reviews, but I think, uh, hey, it's Tetris. You can't go too wrong with Tetris, I figure. Yeah, it is a little mixed reviews. It's, it's, there's a lot. There's six game modes in there. It's, you know, I've, I've played it. I got it. It's, it's, a, it's a fun game. Some of the argument is that it's not as traditional as the original Tetris, which it's not, but I don't think it necessarily should have been. Um, it, it is hard. You'd be hard-pressed to replace the traditional, you know, NES Tetris with the classic Russian music, but, <laughs> uh, you know, yeah. so it, it is different. So if you go in thinking you're going to play the NES version, it, it you're probably not going to like it. So just stick with the NES version or the uh, played on Game Boy Advance. It's still an awesome game. So. Yeah, good advice. Um, GDC or excuse me, Infendo this week ran a poll uh, about what they what people thought Nintendo might reveal at GDC, and uh, I think the results are interesting. It's kind of a close call for the top spot, but re uh, rev the Revolution's real new name. Got twenty seven percent of the vote, uh, but that didn't happen officially, did it? No, it it did not. I, you know, I I I wasn't. A lot of speculation had been around that this week that they were going to launch it. I I didn't. I personally didn't feel that they were. Um, I thought it was a little preemptive. And we'll we'll jump into maybe some naming schemes later and we'll kind of my thoughts on what the name should or could be yeah. or problems with it. But uh, yeah, I 
I, I, I think a lot of people really wanted to hear that. And I know I would have loved it if they would have announced it, but didn't do it this week. Yeah, and I'm okay if they keep Revolution. I'm sure they're thinking about what, how best to handle this. Because in the past, they've always used code names. I remember the Dolphin was this, it ended up being the Nintendo 64. Um, I can't remember what GameCube was, was codenamed, but that'll be interesting to watch. Was it a GameCube Dolphin? I can't. Maybe that was I Dolphin. Know. I can't remember. I think that was Dolphin. Yeah, N64 was, was uh, uh, ah, shoot, you guys we, will have to write need, in and let us we know. We need a stat boy next week, Scott. I <laughs> <Yep>. mean, <laughs> if any readers or listeners out there wants to correct us on our stats, please, please do so. Please do, yep. <laughs> Send us an email or call us. That would be awesome. Uh, second in that poll, what, 26% went to the U.S. release date of the DS Lite. It looks like after that we had new, uh, new announced revolution features uh, and then really in a distant uh, race here we had Zelda Twilight Princess release date and virtual console demonstration. Um, they did talk a lot more about that though and uh, I think, well we'll get to it here in a little bit later, but they did have an awesome announcement at GDC that's got everybody buzzing um, and very uh, much so. Yeah, oh, I'm very excited about that. In fact, yeah. So it was ironic, Scott. The only thing that really came out of that poll is there are some new revolution features mm-hmm. that were announced this week. But everything else, no DS Lite information for the U.S. The the launch date or price. Yeah. I suspect it's going to be a little later this year. Um, I'm betting on the price. It's. It, I'm hope. I think they'll probably lent, You know, drop it at 150. I think they will. I think it'll be 150, especially given that the P, uh, the PSP has just dropped their price, their yeah. base price, yeah. uh, to 199. It was so kind of nice. Ex- yeah. nice to hear the um, some people on the Microsoft camp and the Sony camp complimenting Nintendo over the week. There were some people that uh, I'd read some interviews and heard some keynotes where they were saying uh, how much they admired how um, innovative Nintendo's trying to be and how they're trying to change the face of gaming and how that really inspires them to kind of keep on their you know keep on their toes. When your competition says things like that about you, that means they're just a little worried about what you got up your sleeves this year. So, I, you know, I, you know, I, 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 yeah, it is. I mean, it's a lot. Also, to that, it's good business, you know, to to pay compliments to your yep. your customers, but or your uh, sorry, your competitors. Yeah. Um, but you are right, Scott. They have been. I think they are doing it in a kind of like a an eyebrows kind of raise. Like, gee, what are they? I wonder what what they've got up their sleeve. And they're definitely the most. Um, I don't know, secretive, you know, they really kind of keep things under wrap, a la Apple, you know, yeah. Apple computers. So, oh, absolutely, uh, absolutely. Yeah. So well, I think, you know, about the, the, the we, I wanted to go over the revolution name, kind of still a code name. Yeah. Um, and I, I guess my thoughts on that name is, I, I, you know, I like it, but just revolution, I mean, that is a strong word to use. You know what I'm saying? I mean, that's like literally changing. And I, I'm not saying Nintendo <laughs> can't do that. I mean, they can. Right. I think if one company can, it's it is. Well, I'm sure that's but why I, they. I'm sure why Revolution is even their code name is because that's their thinking. It's like we are the changing mantra, the face yeah. of gaming. Yeah. But I, you know, but I think you know, it's been argued by some, and maybe by the entire industry that. The, the GameCube didn't live up to expectations. So my only fear is, is what if Revolution doesn't live up to expectations and it still has that name attached? <laughs> it can kind of, you know, dilute the product in itself. And I, sure. I don't really care, but that's just kind of what my thoughts are sure, sure. on Revolution. What about you, Scott? Well, here's what I think. I think that they, pro- they probably will come up with a final name. Um, I don't think it'll be number-based like they've done in the past. Uh, N5 or something. Yeah, I don't think they're going to do that. I also don't think they're going to call it a Nintendo 128 or, you know, any silliness like that. Um, I thought the N64 was actually kind of a bad name. It played up too much on the current day technology, which is totally, you know, silly now. Not that it, you know, that was a very successful console and an awesome console. I just didn't love the name. So 
here's what I think we ought to do. I think we say to you, the listener, the Infendo fans, the Extra Life fans, anyone who listens to our voices right now, we want you guys to submit the names you think Nintendo should go with. I want you to be creative. I want you to be crazy. I want you to come up with what you think it'll be. No idea will be rejected. Send those to the following. You can call them in at 206-338-BIG-N or you can email them to infendoradio at gmail.com and we'll talk about them on the next show. I think it'd be fun to find out what the fans think this sh- this thing should be called. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of good names out there. So uh, hopefully, you know, in a few weeks at E3, uh, we'll find out. Uh, along with a bunch of new revolution picks that have surfaced, uh, there is no official, or excuse me, there's they they announced one really important thing, which I th- uh, I think is key uh, to one of the successes of the revolution, and that is uh, they're going to port a whole bunch of uh, it's hard to call them top shelf, but top tiered Sega Genesis and Turbo Graphics titles to the virtual console service. Uh, for this this was an awesome, yeah. This was an awesome announcement, Scott. I mean, yeah. and the, I guess you know after they announced that they're calling it kind of the best of of the of Genesis and, and Turbo Graphics, but uh, that it's it's going to be you know really awesome. I think that's going to that was a huge move. It's going to be a huge move for the developers. Yeah. Um. You know, I, I think that's going to do really well. They made hints, um, subtle hints that this console would be very easy to kind of homebrew for. Um, oh yeah, yeah. I, I actually had you know I. That's what I wanted to bring up as well. That it's being, you know, it's it's speculated or it's believed that um, developer that games are going to be able to de- be developed on this virtual console by independent developers and publishers. And yeah. you know, if that happens, Nintendo really, you know, they could stand to be like both, you know, the Linux of home console of home <laughs> consoles and the Apple. I mean, that would just be a killer knockout if they get this kind of oh, absolutely, scene going, absolutely. So. And they've got they certainly have the Apple industrial design stuff going. So. I'm pretty excited for uh, for that as well. Being a Mac fan, a lot of people hate yeah. me for that. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. Now the big, big, huge news before we get to a couple of phone calls, and we did get a couple, uh, is the announcement at GDC of a new Legend of Zelda title for the DS called Phantom Hourglass, and I just flipped, and so did everybody else I've talked to. This looks awesome. Oh yeah, it, I, when I saw this, I mean that really made the show for me, and. and you know, as they were breaking news on the show, I was watching it, I guess, on Game Daily, and that was one of the first announcements. They launched that. I mean, they announced that prior to the the virtual console back catalog. Mm-hmm. Um, and when they just, when I saw that, I was just like, oh, that's awesome. I and because uh, yeah, I was a big fan of Wind Waker, of that uh, cartoony kiddish, if I may. Yeah, the cell shaded graphics. stuff. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I, I love, I really enjoyed that game. Yeah. I liked Minish Cap. Kind of Minish Cap seemed like they did that. Yeah. style of graphics on a 2D but I I was very excited about this game the vi- the video if you haven't seen it jump on Nintendo we've got a post link to um, the video for, you know you can also find it on nintendo.com but it's mm-hmm. uh, very cool they have created in my opinion visually a high hy- the perfect hybrid between traditional 2D Zelda gameplay and 3D you know Wind Waker style stuff and it looks like the the way you use the stylus and the way you actually uh, do things, and from what little we've seen, I mean, it looks like a gameplay extravaganza. And I want to make a quick po- point about why I think this is a big, bigger deal than just "Hey, there's a new game coming out." Nintendo is always centric and fo- focused on the games. That's what they care most about. So at GDC, you didn't hear about some, you know, crazy uh, how to how to how to get different companies to synergize and come up with. Great commerce solutions for online video chat and BS like that. 
They get right yeah, to the I'm, games. Yeah. It's all about the games. And that is why Nintendo will succeed this year. And I've always said, and I'll say it again, the other console manufacturers are trying to tell us what we think we want. Nintendo is giving us what we want. And yep. it will it will play out. And I'm, I'm so excited. I can't wait to, for this year to hurry up and get me my crap. Get the stuff yeah, in it's, my hands. <laughs> yeah, it's, I mean, I, I totally agree with you on the whole convergence um, model. You know, it's like, let's add more functionality. And and although, I, I you know, to be fair to the, the the other manufacturers, game manufacturers out there, Nintendo does do that, but it's always secondary. And it's and it's not highly touted. It's not a key feature. Yeah. It's always about the games. And that's why it's a sure you know, if if you're if you're using Nintendo products, you're going to have an enjoyable experience. You know, so yeah, yeah couldn't the, agree more. Just with that. the way it goes. All right, let's get a couple of phone calls. We got somebody asking about what kind of a Nintendo games he should put in a public library. Very interesting call. Check it out. Hi, this is Kevin. I'm um, in charge of uh, buying equipment, video games, and consoles for a public library. And uh, I convinced them to put in game cubes for uh, some of them. I mean, there'll be an Xbox and PlayStation because I couldn't get away from that. But I'd like to hear your suggestions for what games to put on a game cube for a public library setting. I mean, this is going to be teenagers and stuff like that. And I just wondered if you had any input on that. Uh, thanks. I'll listen to your show. Bye. Okay, Blake, what do you think? Uh, what kind of stuff would you put in there if you were uh, in charge of the library video game project? Hmm. Well, first off, thanks for your call, Kevin. I think that's a great question. I, uh, as I was talking to you before, Scott, I, <laughs> I'd maybe put just the same games I'd recommend to everyone. Um, I, you know, I think you and I tried to play it around with well, what games have a lot of reading. I know Wind Waker had a lot of, you know, when any RPG you're going to find a lot of reading. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if that's what he, what Kevin was going <laughs> for, but. Uh, I, Re- I don't Resident, know. Like, Resident Evil Four, have it on every console. <laughs> oh yeah, no, I don't see. I don't know if you stick that in the library, but that's a great game, yeah, Kevin. Uh, but it is more a mature game. Yeah. Um, there, man, there's tons. I don't, I, you know. You I, know, the question for Kevin, for me, would be: are, Is there going to be an environment where kids can sit around a, a TV in a communal way and play a game together? And if that's the case, well, oh my gosh, them all the Mario parties, Mario Tennis, Mario Strikers, the baseball game, um, any of those Mario games that are just perfect sort of group games. Uh, those would be a blast to have uh, at a library. The only problem you have, you have a hard time peeling the kids off the floor and getting them out of there. Uh, yeah, you want to play yeah. it the whole time. But uh, Mario Kart, I mean, all those, all those kind of great, you know, first, you know, first class games that Nintendo puts out for groups. I could see that working well, but it, I'm not sure if this is a situation where he's got, you know, a little kiosk for one kid uh, or not. So you know, I don't know. It just, I think it maybe depends. Maybe you could follow up, Kevin, and let us know what the scenario is and. Uh, you know, we can make more solid recommendations, but I'm with you. Anything with lots of sort of thinking, uh, adventure-style games where you have to kind of solve puzzles, um, I think that kind of stuff would do well. What are your some? What are some of your favorite adventure games that were on the cube, Scott? Oh, for me, oof, if you don't count Resident Evil Four, which I thought was brilliant, um, I would probably say uh, Wind Waker for sure. And that's more yeah. of an action RPG, but still, I really enjoyed that game. Um, uh, oh, Moon Harvest was really fun for some reason or harvest moon yeah. not harvest moon harvest harvest moon i think it was stat boy yeah where are you <laughs> yeah, where are you uh we need some corrections here with stat but no i uh i i really enjoyed uh, that game and probably my favorite game i'm just trying to think on the cube i i'm you know i'm probably gonna have to go with i'll probably have to go with wind waker yeah i just love I, that game and i've been yeah, waiting so long yeah. for a new zelda game 
I would I would also Kevin uh, I'd pick up Beyond Good and Evil. That's a multi-platform oh, game, yeah, but yeah. Uh, that's a good, very one. awesome, fun, adventurous game. Um, I you know I, I I'll, I'll prepare a list and uh, I'll I think we'll do that. That'd be a great post on Infinity. Maybe some of the top um, GameCube games. You know, as we're kind of putting a close to this current generation, that would be a, a great post. So look out for that. We'll be posting maybe um, some of the best games on GameCube. And and if you could, Kevin, I'd I'd swipe up a, a Nintendo DS for your library as well. Yeah. They've got a lot of the brain training games. Um, a lot of more educational games that could be you know heavily used. Um, in your department, and and as well, I just picked up, or I just got sent this week, Scott. Actually, um, I, I, a pocket. It's called Pocket Professor for Game Boy Advance. Mm-hmm. I haven't even delved into it yet, but it's basically they're calling it like a Wikipedia on the on a DS Advance oh. cartridge. I mean, a Game Boy Advance cartridge. So really cool. I'll be posting some impressions on that on the site uh, when I kind of get into the game. That's the awesome. That's awesome. A little more. So. And as usual, hey everyone who's listening, send in your uh, thoughts and uh, your recommendations as well. We'd love to hear them. Let's hear one more call. This one uh, deals with the phone call that people are calling. Check it out. Hey Infendo Radio, this is Mister Invisible saying. The Infendo hotline is free when you call from work. Okay. Thank, <laughs> thank you, Mr. Invisible. And that's true. Uh, we do want to say this. The hotline is a told call, but with so many cell phones out there and work, <laughs> uh, <laughs> all you got to do is pick up the call and or pick up the phone and call us, and it should be free for you. But uh, there's always email for those who want to send an audio comment. You can always send us your MP3 or your WAV files to infendoradio at gmail.com. We're glad to play them on the show. Um, I think that's it. We've covered the gannet of Nintendo crap for the week. And uh, we should tell everybody that the plan is every Saturday we'll record one of these. Um, you can expect a weekly show from Infendo Radio. And myself and Blank and others occasionally will be here. Um, we're going to try to get some of your writers in here to talk, correct? Yeah. Uh, you know what? Just to, to, give, uh, to give our writers uh, some props, you know, we got Roland based out of Manhattan. Um, he does. He, he's, he's one of our writers. We got Chris. That's in uh, actually, you know, upstate New York. Um, Nicholas down in Alabama writes for us, as well as Dell. That's actually in Minnesota right now, but he is uh, flying out. I think this month um, he's going to be staying in Japan, so he's kind of he's going to be our pseudo oh. Japanese correspondent. So he's going to have some good some goodness there. Uh, he he knows he speaks fluent Japanese. As many of you saw this week, he had a post uh, about some of the Japanese release dates, and he translated that entire page. So. Uh, uh, many many props and thanks to our great team of writers and uh, yeah we'd love to hear all your guys' comments uh, be sure to check out the site um, build that community we've got a lot of interesting stuff coming up on the site as well yeah. um, so just be on the lookout for that and uh, it should be a lot of fun yeah please do and also look forward to some May coverage of E3 we're totally looking forward to that and uh, we'll bring it all right to here on Infendo Radio this has been Scott and Blake thanks so much yep yeah we'll see you guys next week yep catch you next week everyone